welcome to another episode of Adjusted Frequency. It is your girl, Shaquana, once again, thanking you for listening to Adjusted Frequency Podcast, baby. So I did something a little different this week. I actually already recorded the theme of the episode today um, and decided to do the intro afterward. Typically, I record, listen, you know, and do the intro and everything all in one, but I had one of those nights where I was up in the middle of the night and I thought it'd be a great idea to go ahead and record. So you're going to hear me sound a little bit more groggy, uh, a little less energetic because it is literally two o'clock in the morning when I'm recording and uh, just had a lot on my mind. But after listening to the actual podcast, I was like, damn, this is a really good episode. I got to give it up to Sleepy Kwana. She pulled through, like you really pulled through when I needed you, sis. Thank you. I appreciate you. But I will start this episode off like I do every other episode by giving you guys the theme song of the week. I feel like I want to come up with a with a like jingle for it or something. One day we'll work it out. We'll cook up on that. But this week's theme song of the week has got to go to Pose. Now I don't know if you guys watch FX or even heard of the show called Pose, but it is this amazing show that's been out for two seasons now. And if you haven't caught up on season two. Uh, it's literally almost over, so on demand, get caught up. That's all I can say. Uh, but it's such a wonderful show. And the theme song features Billy Porter, who on the show is, uh, his character's name is Pray Tell. And Pray Tell basically is the uh, MC of the ballroom, right? And so for the theme song, he literally just goes, the category is work. Pose, okay, and listen. When I hear his voice come on, and then after that, that do 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 do, and all the glitter, just the glitter bomb goes off. I just, I'm elated. It does something to me. I probably need to make that a ringtone. I haven't had a ringtone in years, but I feel like that should be a ringtone because it literally ignites my fire and it turns me into the baddest. You hear me? Oh, the baddest bitch that I can possibly be for the day. So, if you guys have not already watched the show at least check out the theme song it will give you life okay sis do it so enough of the silliness let's just go ahead and get right into this episode just to give you guys a little trailer i guess to know what i'm going to be talking about basically um just the organization of my thoughts and how i've been trying to really pay attention to my body and my emotions um and how they respond to one another is my body being hijacked by emotions and then I'm reacting or is it that my body's already in this stressful state and my emotions come from it so this is me just kind of talking about the importance of me organizing the very very animated tune land that is my brain so here we go well it's the middle of the night and I'm sitting here kind of wide awake not really sure why I can't sleep and I just have like these swelling thoughts going on in my head and I've been battling with really getting some good sleep pretty much all my life I don't know when it started or how it all came to be but I just assumed it was because I was a night owl I've tried different things I've tried melatonin I've tried sleepy time tea all of the above but it's not something I can catch uh, uh, as far as I have it is concerned because I don't like things that make me drowsy. So here lies the problem. Now I'm wide awake. I have no idea 
when I'm going to actually go to sleep. And I'm being super introspective. It's a word that I've used a couple times now. Um, especially when I'm talking about describing what I am currently feeling, thinking, etc. But as I sit here and lay in my room, listening to the rain and the thunder outside of my window, I realize that a lot of the thoughts that are going on in my head aren't things that I really need to fester on and might be the cause as to why I can't sleep. I typically meditate, but I know I fell off the wagon about, mm, I don't know, a couple months ago. It was all in the heels of me dealing with a previous situation that now I had to deal with on its anniversary. And once I started dealing with that, on top of the fact that I was sober at the time, oh, it was a whole lot that I was not ready for. So I jumped off the bandwagon and I stopped meditating for a while. Led me to realize that I have swirling thoughts so much so that the meditation was extremely helpful to help me quiet them down. Well, now since I'm getting back into the flow of things, I realize that now it's more of me just trying constantly to get this whole like insomniac <laughs> to bed. Um, because really and truthfully, I believe it's because my thoughts are constantly swirling. So now I just sit and I listen to what I consider audible thoughts and I'm aware of them and I'm aware of how I should treat them. For a long time, I always considered what I was thinking to be directly connected to who I was as a person. So like if I was mad and I I thought mad thoughts or angry thoughts that I was an angry person, so forth and so on. So I typically tried to train myself to think about things that only made me happy. But see, doing that at a very young age actually just made me, hmm, how would I explain it? Naive, I guess. Not naive to the point where it's like anybody could do anything they wanted to me. But when it came to affairs of the heart, this rang true. And see, with me being younger, I thought that that was a kind thing to do. My grandmother raised me to be a kind person, to be a person who cares about others, loves one, you know, love thy neighbor. And this trait I carried on all the way into into my adulthood, not realizing that there was some gigantic lessons that I was going to learn because I was treading in some hazardous waters, okay? But now when I sit here and think about my dreams, it's less of a worry. Like I'm kind of examining my thoughts and filtering through what is necessary to keep hold on to and what's very necessary to let go. And it's kind of liberating. Well, not kind of. It actually is really, really liberating. I feel like I have space to think about things that truly matter. Uh, Keep my mind on things that are important to me like my goals, aspirations, my family, loved ones. I started to get to the point where child think I was forgetting people's important dates and important scenarios and situations because I was just so caught up in the entanglement of me. So as I'm sitting here, I was thinking to myself, 
oh, this would be great to record. Even if I just insert it into the podcast episode for this upcoming week or not, it would be a great start. The normal, typical night for me would be me saying, okay, well, I'm up late and I'm going to watch probably 15 to 20 YouTube videos before I go to bed. Learn something extremely useful that I'll never actually use. (laughs) And that's what I was doing until I sat up and I just was kind of like, no, ma'am record yourself see y'all don't understand how hard it is for me to actually step out on faith and push myself to do this podcast and all the other things I have planned in my life because I kind of uh you know try was one of the words just to sidetrack for a second but try was one of those words that I just really wanted to get rid of I was sick and tired of hearing myself say try and now it's this kind of thing I gotta stop that memo stop using kind of it's the same thing as try gives me an edge out I don't want to be edged out I want to win and the way that you spell win is w-i what in so I want to be in there Uh, to get back on topic mm -hmm, mm -hmm, what was it talking about I just totally forgot and I hope I bring it back okay so I really sat on these thoughts and I feel like I'm not remembering the rest of those things yeah okay so I had to go back and recant what I said so with that being said I get to a point in my life where I feel like there's nothing too unique or too different about me which is true I mean I'm a human I'm a regular person I don't do um, or have any extraordinary powers, you know what I'm saying? I'm not an Avenger as much as I like to flip around. But when I think about what makes me happy, what brings me joy, it's not necessarily recording the podcast. It's not necessarily being heard as far as like hearing my voice being heard, because I actually don't like hearing my voice. But it's because whatever is brewing inside of me that makes me the person that I am, like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever fuels my soul is to share love speak life into people and to make them laugh i say these things all the time all right and it's kind of crazy that someone who wants to spread light has a hard time shining her own and this is something i i'm really working on i'm really working on giving myself room to continue to grow continue to shine and not to dim my own light because the sun can set on my life at any moment right you know time is a gift we are gifted this life and with the raw materials that 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 is me okay i'm able to create an infinite world for me in in as far as possibilities are concerned if i continue to be faithful if i continue to morally stand true and live by my life's principles about spreading love you know it just would be that simple so as I was saying I was going through my emotions you know going through the numbers and numbers and files and files of thoughts that I have right if you can imagine that episode of Spongebob when 
he forgets his name and then all of a sudden all the little mini spongebobs in his brain is looking through all the files that's how my brain is on a typical day I, i've once or maybe thrice have called my my brain uh my own cartoon space it's like toon land in my head sometime because it's so much going on yet it's so me um i just needed some organization of those thoughts so here i am working on that organization and this thought hit me i would say maybe about a week ago where i was thinking to myself that i have all these thoughts especially when it comes to me thinking about my ambitions like you know, when you get into those thoughts of like, all right, my creativity's peak. I want to make this. I want to do this and da, da, da. Well, a lot of times my creative mind and my logical mind, they want to battle one another. So like my creative mind is like, is my cheerleader. And then my logical mind is like, you're going to have to sit down, sis. And I'll talk myself out of a thousand and one um, opportunities because I've thought about a thousand and two scenarios as to how they could go in any way that doesn't mean I would succeed. So getting on here and doing this podcast, sometimes I get kind of downtrodden because I'm like, dang, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about this week. And y'all know I do not like giving out any content that does not mean something. But as I was having all these thoughts, I had to realize like the reason I created this podcast is the reason I created this podcast. So if I do everything that I do to follow my principles about spreading love, spreading joy, spreading laughter and speaking life into people, then I really don't have nothing that I could be doing wrong. Like the formula of this show could change every single day. It could be a different comment or a different format every single day. But the people who really rock with me, the people who need to hear what I'm sharing as my story, if that benefits them in their life, then I've done everything that I need to I need to do when it comes to adjusted frequency. And when, when it comes to leading my life in other ways, that's how I plan on doing it, you know? And I don't really feel like my moral standing is going to change. My 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 principles may change based on what I learn, like, you know what I'm saying, when my knowledge builds. So, you know, adjusted frequency may become something bigger or, or, or smaller. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But at the end of the day, what I cannot continue to do is allow my thoughts to outrun my... Hmm. How could I put this? I don't want my thoughts to be more athletic than my will. I don't want my drive to be, you know, taken aback because I can't stop thinking. It's it's just, it's a wonderful world up there, okay? She's a she's a creative mind in here, right? I'm, I'm, I have a very beautiful mind. But the chaos and the trauma that I've carried over the years have clouded a lot of vision or should I say the visionary things that I could have produced because I'm just so focused on the wrong things and holding on to thoughts that are no longer feeding me abundantly and not bringing me any nourishment in my life. I've spoken openly about having such a large family and you know with familial relationships if you have questions about what you should do with your sister brother etc. I'm probably not going to be the person who's going to be able to give you the most viable uh, advice because, and this is how I feel about it, because in my own world, I have issues with my family that are some self-proclaimed 
and then some just it is what it is you know what i'm saying things just happen to be the way they happen to be and i used to beat myself up a lot you know that my inner thoughts would beat myself up a lot because i i felt that the duty of me participating in that role because i grew up as the only child i wasn't able to be a sister or you know big sis to nobody in in my home I was that to my friends, sisters, and brothers. I was that to, you know, people I met later on in life, etc. But growing up, that wasn't something that I had. So I wanted to overcompensate being a great daughter, overcompensate being a great sister, and really didn't know how to do it. Number one, like I said, I, I was raised an only child. The only other child in my family that I had to immediately like share shit with was my cousin. <laughs> and it was just the two of us. So we got everything that we wanted. And we didn't really like all of the same things. So we legit got, for the most part, everything that we would want as little girls. Like when you ask for nail kits, that, that type of thing. Like you got a nail kit. Oh, I got my password journal type of shit, you know. But growing up and as the adult I am now... I felt like the duty was extra for me. Like I really needed to just make up for all the lost time. The thoughts that accompanied that were stressful. I put so much pressure on myself to be the perfect type of this and that and, and everything for everybody that I wasn't taking care of myself. I was helping out in situations where I really could, wasn't in a position to help out in those ways. Um, regardless if I, if my intent or my want was to do that at the time or not, it wasn't feasible for me. And the guilt that I carried after, um, whether it was me being guilt, feeling guilty because I did not uh, uh, set the precedence or, you know, actually stick to the boundary that I said I was going to create or the um, guilt of I don't have the money and they need it type of you know what I'm saying type of scenarios where you know when somebody needs something and you don't got it uh, you feel bad type of thing or you know trying to overcompensate as far as fixing like you know trying to be the fixer finding the solutions and all these things I tried and did just about it all and this is even outside of my family scope I'm just talking about relationships in general all the while would take home tons and tons of baggage that at the time were just swirling thoughts and I thought these were my subconscious mind thinking of ways to help me figure out how to move or how to deal with what was going on around me and a lot of times it was just me just like kind of creating these mass scenarios you know what I mean as I said, I have a very creative mind. So if you're a creative person, you may feel like me. Sometimes you get into this either creative funk where you really ain't making no, nothing creative or you get this overload of creativity where if you're a drawer, you, you feel like you just can't stop putting the pen to the paper. And you know what I'm saying? If you're a writer, you might be writing a whole lot. Uh, if, you know what I'm saying? Creative people do that. And for me, I like to write. I also like to speak, obviously. So when you're in a situation where you're writing down all your thoughts, but that is no longer helping you get rid of it, the only other thought was, okay, we're going to have to address this. What is going on? Why, why are these 
you know, thoughts like literally bubbling up inside of me so much that I can't even release them when I write them on paper anymore. Cause that was like my go-to thing. Everybody knows I write. I even have favorite pens that I use. The only brand pen I use because it feels good. That's how much I love to write. So when I was presented with this issue, I was like, okay, we got to think. I was trying to figure out what was going on. Like I, I did a lot of, does this make sense for this? You know how you go through your therapy checklist questions kind of deal. And ended up having an emotional break through. I don't want to say breakdown, but I, I had an emotional moment um, where I cried about something I knew was damn near going to happen. I It was planned. You know, how do you cry un, like like unexpectedly about something you're expecting? If, if, I, if it's my birthday, I know I'm going to get a cake. So I probably won't cry when I get said cake. But if I cry when I get the cake, not because, oh, the cake is beautiful. I didn't, I've never seen the cake before. But if I saw it earlier and I'm acting like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Girl, sit down. But this was the situation I was facing. I'm crying, barely can get myself together. And even though I was talking, like even though in that moment I was talking on the phone to my boyfriend and I was telling him about the situation. I tried to collect myself even before that. I, I tried to calm myself down, you know, let myself know you are safe. So these, this is just to sidebar. I have like some anxiety tools that I use to kind of help myself when I'm starting to feel really anxious in the situation. And trust me, it keeps me out of jail. So, you know, I'm going through my whole anxiety, like just kind of bump, 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 bump. Are you safe? Are you okay? You know, deal. And when I got to the part where it was like, is my son safe? You know, blah, blah, blah. I, I felt like a, a calm, like an ease that came over me. That in any other situation or any other moment, I probably would not have felt. I would have been really, really just pent up. You know, I probably would have got angry with my boyfriend for not seeing it the way that I want him to see it and everything. But in that moment, when I was crying and I, you know, finally calmed down and he helped talk me down and everything else i got off the phone with him and i started crying again but this time instead of being audible instead of like reacting and doing the whole cry body curl up situation that i do when i cry i have an ugly cry i'm not gonna lie um i just let the tears fall and when the tears fell I wasn't like I, my body wasn't reacting so much. So for me, it was clear for me to, to realize, okay, this is why you're feeling this way. And to pinpoint exactly what was making me feel so emotional in that moment had nothing to do with that situation. It had everything to do with me. So then I was like, oh, oh, I got to rerun this through everything. Oh, I got to fine tooth comb this through everything, you know? Um, and some beautiful things came from it. That's how... I, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been really working on it. And that's how I've gotten to the point where I'm, I'm no longer isolating myself. But even getting to the point where I'm no longer isolating myself has, has tremendously changed uh, my day-to-day interactions with people. Because now I walk into a room with more confidence and less of a hermit crab type of mentality. When I was isolating myself, I kind of would go into work already mad. 
<laughs> already ready to clock the fuck out, you know? When I realized that that was sort of the pattern and my manager realized it, and my coworkers were kind of walking on eggshells a little bit sometimes with me, I was like, well, I'm not even on my cycle, okay? So, if you're being a raging bull right now, sis, what the hell is going on when your cycle's on? So, it's been a long road, and I'm very proud of my progress. I really wish I could get some sleep right now, but you know what? Any hours of the day that God gives me, I'm going to live in it. I'm going to revel in it. Because there's so many opportunities in my life that it could have been taken away. And why not enjoy life? I feel like it's one of the most delicate things that we have. And especially for all you women out there who are moms, especially. We've we've brought life into this world. So we should be the number one people living our lives. I get it. Society has constructs that, you know, kind of create little I would say glass prisms around moms as far as like our schedules and being able to have the free time to really be a career woman and be a mother at the same time there's a lot of taboos that a lot of women have to deal with so I get it I'm a mother too but seizing the opportunity no less whenever that opportunity arises for you whether you're you're a mom with a young baby and it's your first child you're trying to figure it out or you're a grandma who is living her best life traveling the world, whatever it is, just make sure you seize the moment. This is me trying to seize my moment. I'm up in the middle of the night. I'm going to seize this moment. And there's really nothing else that I could say that makes me feel more happy because it feels like me. I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I'm not trying to uh, impress anybody. I'm not trying to impress you. I just want you to know I love you and that whatever struggles you feel like will take you out today, that the devil is a liar and that you have a purpose. You have a reason to be here. Every breath that you take is sacred. It is a practice within yourself to think, just to think about how complicated the human body is, is precious, is a precious thought to me. The fact that I have electricity electricity pulsating through my body all while having these microorganisms that just do nothing in this world but just want to keep my silly ass alive you know what i'll take it (laughs) i'll take it okay and there's a certain sort of i don't know i guess i could say joy a sort of happiness a sort of peace that I have knowing that you know I like I like science and I'm obviously I believe in God so I like to draw examples of the of the both of them both but if you think about it you have you know people say that you're living in the body of Christ and you have the army you know of, of God and all that well God gave you an army within your body literally your antibodies, you know, to fight off things. And you have your skin to protect you and your brain to, you know, create emotion and emit emotion and energy and all that sort of stuff. So it's like, think about how amazing that is. Like I said, you can, on both ends of it, it's a magnificent thing to think of that, that, that 
number one God is as grand and, and amazing that he is created me intricately unique to anybody else in this world and then had the knife to give me a whole body formulated system from inside out that is just here to protect and keep this being that he created running Ooh, i don't know about y'all but mm, i feel like i preached the word i had to rub my eyebrow now it could be the 2 30 in the morning you probably are sleepy conversation talk <laughs> but to be honest i felt that and it just feels really really good to feel like a person versus feeling like the person i keep thinking i am so i'm gonna go ahead and conclude this episode i didn't realize i talked for almost 20 minutes already or so so i'm going to exit this today with just saying that i love you and i appreciate you and i thank you for listening to adjusted frequency um i haven't got any listener letters yet but i'm gonna respectfully just say i think it's just something wrong with gmail that's what I'm going to blame it on. I'm going to blame it on Gmail because I know it's not you guys. I know you guys are emailing me. I know you guys are talking to me because I've asked you to talk to me. And I heard one of y'all say, girl, I'm talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. Bet. So send in your listener letters to adjustedfrequency at gmail.com. And please, please remember to share this podcast. Also, you can uh, share or follow me on Instagram at Shaquana Lene or Adjusted Frequency if you would like more information on the podcast. Stay blessed, stay adjusted, and peace.